Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Lads to Dads. How are you at? You well? I'm good, thank you, mate. How are you? Well, it's been a bit of a, been a, bit of a tough week, um, as, as it always is at the moment for everyone in the lockdown. Um, but yeah, if you want to tell the listeners what we've got in store today, we've got a little treat for everyone, haven't we? Yes. We thought, why not lift everyone's spirits with our latest guest, Cleona Bairn. Cleona Bairn, sorry. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> we've just gone through can we uh, make sure that we you know as, as Englishmen get the uh, Irish pronunciation right and uh, I've, I've messed up already on a cleaner so sorry <laughs> you're so focused on getting it right you got it wrong it's that's fine that's right how incredibly rude of me so sorry no 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 it's fine <laughs> well, well welcome in with cleaner look I got your name right unlike some um, thanks for joining us on, a, on an episode of Lads to Dads where could um, our listeners find you uh, firstly and what's your story what are you what are you about to uh, give the uh, let the people know what you're uh, all about yeah so um you can find me on cleanaburn.com that's my website very hard to spell uh, if you're not irish but you'll find me <laughs> there's not many cleanaburns and also you can find me on instagram under cleaner the coach so you can find me there and yeah what i'm all about is i run a program called body positive parenting and i work mm-hmm. with moms mostly i do work with some dads too but I mostly work with mums who struggle with their body image and I help them to like their bodies so they can raise their kids to be body confident and like their bodies too. And basically how it works is kids get their body image from their parents and a lot of us don't realize this. We think it's like the media and it's all those things and they do have an impact. Don't get me wrong, but they're secondary. The primary thing is what parents are saying at home and how they talk about their own bodies. Because a lot of time you forget that kids are very likely to grow up to look like their parents. <laughs> so <laughs> if parents are saying, I don't like my body, I'm fat, I'm this, I'm that, and kids absorb that message. And then yeah. by the time they grow up, they're repeating the same behavior and then send it on to their kids. So I help people to like their bodies and basically stop that pattern that keeps happening. 
So how, how would you go about that then? How, what's the, so what's the, for example, say if I come to you and I was like, look, I've got a bald head, fat gut, um, sick and tired of looking at myself in the mirror. Um, you know, the typical dad bod, uh, you know, we, we talk as as dads, we give ourselves a little bit of like a leniency when we say dad bod, like it's expected, um, you know, so that it makes ourselves feel better. But if I came to you and said, look, I've, um, you know, I'm str- I've got dad bod and, you know, my kids, are, I don't want my kids to grow up and think this is acceptable. How, 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 what would your like methods to get around that and, uh, you know, help me in that respect? And before you yes, turn, so- uh, Cleaner, sorry, uh, Cleaner, there's an, um, quite obvious fact here that Ben doesn't have a bald head and the only person in this whole conversation who does have a bald head <laughs> is me. So it feels almost sorry. like an attack, personally. Sorry, um, sorry, passive aggressive. But, Please, please do, um, because now I really want to know how I would. Yeah, you've that. been you've been hair shamed, you've been bald shamed just yeah. there. Yeah. Um, so I just want to say, first of all, dad bod can be very sexy, and so can being bald. So none of that okay. matters. It's the truth. <laughs> um, but so basically, how how it works is, I'll chat with the person in the first session that I normally do with them, and we really go deep into like what's going on, like what's wrong, and ask the question of like. Where does this come from? You know, let's say it is is it is baldness, right? Because a lot of men go through this and like what makes you feel like it's it's wrong or bad? And we really figure out what that comes from because for some people it's just, oh, I I'm uncomfortable with the changes that are happening, or it could be I was always told that this meant XYZ. Mm. So it could be that. So we start looking into these belief systems that we have, and we all have belief systems on bodies that we don't even realize we have, um, particularly when it comes to topics like weight, hair. Um, one of the big ones that comes up for men is like six packs and have pecs and stuff like this. So there's these belief systems that this is right and everything else is wrong. And we start figuring out like, okay, what's that about? Is it really important? Usually it's not. And then after that, we start focusing on how to get comfortable with those things and start accepting them. And then usually on to actually liking them. And the thing Mm. is, when you start liking your body, the way you behave and speak about your body totally changes. And then your kids are seeing that. And then that helps them see bodies in a positive way. Because again, if you're bald, and you have a son, it could be likely that he grows up to be bald. And if the dad is like, oh, this is the worst thing ever, being bald is terrible. Then when it happens to the son, he's going to have the same belief systems because that's what mm. his dad told him. And dad's Superman, so he's going to listen to that. Yeah. So it's really getting rid of these old beliefs and because they block us in life, really. These beliefs that bald is bad or dad bald is bad. Because like I said, they can be very sexy. It's about being confident with it. And that's what makes mm. it sexy. And that's the, that's with Matt. Matt's very confident with his bold head. He um well to be fair, before he had the bold head, he was using the powder on his head to try and make his hairline stay there. Um and you know I'm I was the reason Matt shaved his head because I gave him the confident boost to do it. And look at him now, you you you're winning, Matt, aren't you? Really? Well, like um like Cleaner says, it's about reframing it, and uh, I realised that actually the benefits really outweighed the the um you know the cons because. One, just very rarely, you know, like during lockdown, for example, people are worried about what the hair looks like. Me, not a problem, right? Second of all, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not going grey, right? I'm not going grey because if you haven't got any hair no. to go grey, you're not going grey. I'll stay this age forever. And 
thirdly, you know, if it's raining outside, who doesn't need an umbrella? Me, because my hair's not getting wet. So it's, you know, it's all about reframing it. But in terms of kids, yeah. like you say, at the moment I have been using lockdown as an excuse to lose a bit of weight and, you know, get in shape and things like that. And I've really been trying to... Like, I've got some scales, and I noticed my daughter saw the scales, and she's like, what are these? And I was like, oh, it's just a, it's just like a, a thing, it's like a grown-up thing. And I didn't want to say scales because I didn't want her to see me on the scales. I didn't want to see all that. And I, I tried to make it more about exercise, you know, when in the mornings seeing me doing some exercise rather than worried about what I'm eating or what I'm doing. And I noticed on your uh, website it, it was saying that, you know, when we're toddlers and when we're children, we don't have any of these hang-ups. And it's completely right. And the only time I've ever noticed my daughter have any sort of, not hang-up, but more intrigue about her body was she's she's born with a, a red birthmark, a, like a strawberry birthmark, I think they call mm-hmm. them. And it's quite big on her shoulder. Uh, and the tail fade by the time she's eight. But she's always sort of looking at it and saying, what's this? And she she makes a thing of it luckily well not luckily but you know it's an added benefit is that it it's in the shape of a love heart um and it started to grow in the shape of a love heart so i say oh that's your special love heart and then you know it's and she loves it now you know it's and she notices it's the love heart and yeah it's um it's really really cool when she enjoys it but i can see some other people would be sort of you know if you didn't think about it like that they might say oh well don't worry but it'll go away or it'll it'll be a you know instead of putting it into a positive they might put it in that way and she might develop a complex about it oh you did the right you did the perfect thing there well hopefully (laughs) oh yes no but that's that was the perfect thing to do because um so many parents do that where they're like it's normal don't worry it'll go away it'll go away Mm. but when you say that it makes it seem like if there's something wrong with it and that we're to be ashamed of it compared to like, that's your love mark. You know, this is amazing. It makes you special. Woohoo. Like own that. And there's nothing wrong with being different or having something that's different. We all have things that make us different. It's about, as you say, like framing it in a positive way and just getting comfortable with that. And yeah, we don't have these hangups when we're born. Like there's a reason why we're able to run through the house nude or whatever. It's because we don't care. Like no one cares, but it's as we grow older, we're told, this is right. That's wrong. This is this. This is that. And it happens so young. So, so young. Yeah. So on, on your website, then, is there like a guideline? So, for example, like, um, you know, I've got, I've got three sons. Two of them are mine. One of them is my stepson. Um, and he's getting a bit older now. And he's starting to be a lot more body conscious because he's, he's 12 now. He's going into big school. Um, as, um, you know, as his, like, dad or his father figure, um, how would I help him? Um, you know, what would I do to help him accept? Because, you know, we, we've gone away on holiday. He doesn't like taking his top off because, you know, he's got a little bit of puppy fat. And, you know, he's starting to think like what people are, what people are thinking of him. Um, well, me and myself, I'm... I'm quite com- like I, I'm quite confident. I'm, I like to own it, if you know what I mean. I'm on the catwalk with my top <laughs> off, my gut hanging out, my albino body. But I, that's who I am. I'm, I'm happy with that. Um, but for someone like Caleb, who's a young lad, and you know, you've got bullying issues and stuff like that, um, what would, how would you, what would your recommendation advice be to sort of help him get through, to get him to the level of like comfortability in himself? Yeah. So step one is to do it yourself, which you're already doing. So like Mm. owning it, having your belly out, all that stuff, that's perfect. So it's being the example of bodies are good. This is fine. Look at me. I'm able to do it. 
The two next things are really important as well, though, and they have nothing to do with really our appearances, but how we speak. So the first would be being able to speak well about yourself in front of him. So saying things like, I look good today, or I'm feeling good in myself, or like, look at how stylish I am, or whatever it is, okay? It doesn't matter. But speaking about yourself positively in front of him to normalize that we can see ourselves in a positive way, because most people will like say awful stuff about themselves, but the thought of saying something like positive about themselves is just so foreign. So it's doing that, getting into a habit of saying good things. And then the next thing is to do that about other people as well. Because sometimes we could be going around and we're like, I'm so confident in myself. But then if someone funny looking comes on the telly, we're like, look at that person. Or did you see such and such? They're after gaining weight. And we make comments about other people. So again, that's sending the message of some bodies are good and some are bad. And we Mm -hmm. could make a comment of um, like the puppy fat thing you mentioned. We could make a comment about someone else's puppy fat. And then he's like, oh my God, my puppy fat. And he's sweating about it, thinking about it, even though it's just this thing someone said that no one was thinking about so being confident yourself speaking well about yourself and speaking well about others and it can be not just appearances but also things about um qualities they have that are things you admire like oh they're so funny or um like one of the best things you can say about a person is um and particularly to their face is um remember when that difficult thing happened to you, like blank, whatever difficult thing happened. I really admired how you handled it. You were really strong and Mm. you did X, Y, Z. Like to say things like this to people in front of the kids, it's, it changes how they think about things and it makes people go, you know, it's maybe not about appearances, but who we are as people that's more important. And again, these are tiny things, but think back to when you're young yourselves. I'm sure there was a point where someone made a comment to you or about someone else that you never forgot. Yeah. And that just sticks at you. Like I remember when I was um, eight, I was at a birthday party and I got a nosebleed because I was on the bouncy castle for too long. And um, my friend's (laughs) granny said to me, um, oh, that's because you're fat and you have good blood. Like it was a weird comment. I wasn't any bigger than any of the other kids, but I never forgot it. I was like, why would no. someone say that to me? And that's Especially how it is. Yeah. <laughs> I had a nosebleed. I had enough going on. Like I didn't need <laughs> to be body shamed. Um, but yeah, that's how it works, really. It's these little comments, these little things, and they build up and make kids think things that they shouldn't have to be thinking at all because like they're fine as they are i'm sure he's grand in his t-shirt without his t-shirt on around the pool yeah yeah well i love what you said there about looking back at childhood the only person who i can really think who used to give me stick was my actually my own dad but because my dad's like a he's a scottish jock you know um been brought up quite rough and you know we were sort of brought up like you know he's the man he's the boss he's the king like you know he's where he says goes and he used to it was more when I was coming up into my teens he I think where I used to give a little bit of lip back because I could and he used to put me right down and say like like he used to say my ears are different levels so like I've got one ear there and the other one and to this day I'm still looking in the mirror every time I look in the mirror I've tilt my head to make sure that they're level and um there you go I've always thought it's been a bit of tough love and a bit of banter because that's how we have. And I have um, done that with Caleb in respects to like, um, 
like he's got really squidgy fingers. Like he's got really like I've got really like bony hard hands. He's got really like soft tissuey hands. And like you know, as a young kid, um, we we watch a lot of sport together, a lot, a lot of boxing. And he likes to pretend to do the boxing punches and that. And I was like, you wouldn't be able to knock out a fly with those hands. But having heard what you heard, what you just said, I'm probably going about that the wrong way because I should be going in more like you know my wife as well. She's she's very body conscious, and I probably don't give her enough credit for what you know what she's been through and give her like she's beautiful but um i maybe need to start you know turning the flaws into positives so that you know i don't want caleb or my other my other sons to carry on down the line and think that it's okay to take the the mick out someone else because it's gone 20 years since my dad said that about my ears and i always every day in the mirror i always look um so yeah mate i I think what you said i've never ever thought of it that way thanks for sharing that i I think as well like what what ben's saying is it does come through the the area and it does a lot of the time come from dads or stepdads and i remember you know a comment that Master, I probably won't remember, but it stuck with me all the time. Is if I ever went, I used to be really skinny when I was younger, and with with lads, I think it's it's a double whammy. We're, we're hit from both sides on body conscious because if we're too if we're too fat, we're, we're not you know skinny enough. If we're too skinny, we're not muscly enough. So you can't mm-hmm. you, you know you're either too, too skinny or not muscly enough. Um, and I used, I remember I came down in a without my top on and it's like go upstairs you're making me feel sick put a top on and you know things like that and you know to him it's a funny thing to say that each time but really looking back on it it's probably because he felt uncomfortable with a boy without a top on around him and everything yeah. you have to really like look into it and I remember my I remember my uh, my mate we used to be around my mate's house and his dad was a bit of a joker and he'd have banter and like before we'd go to school although he's doing a canned thing he didn't doing the canned thing he would my mate had quite sticky out ears and he'd say, um, you know, uh, he'd give him a little bit of extra money and say, here's um, a bit of extra money, give that to the bus driver for the trouble um, because he's going to have to open the back window to get you on because he's not going to get you through the door with ears like that and things like that. And obviously we're all laughing. <laughs> and um, But at the same time, you know, he would do all sorts of stuff. Like my, my mate went into the army and then he didn't really like it. So then when we were very, you know, I don't know, 17 or something, He'd come out of his discharge papers saying, you know, obviously he's, he'd left because he said it was like uh, emotional trauma or um, he was having troubles. And he'd come out of it going, Carl, this says you're mental. Like, this actually says you're mental. You've you've left the army because you're mental, right? And, you know, and all these things. Oh. And, and you're like, you look back on it all and you think, God, that's, these things are probably steering with us. And we, like you say, we get it all from our, our dads because that was banter and that was jokes. But <laughs> in reality... It then gets passed look, down, doesn't it? So looking, looking back, it, yeah, looking back, it that's it's, it can scar people for life, can't it? Yeah, but yeah. It, it, but see, the thing is, for one person, like it, someone could say something to you like that, and it might be a minor thing in your life, and you don't think about it too much. But at the same time, it could be something that really scars you, and for the rest of your life, you're just yeah. it sticks. Like, like for you, Ben, like looking in the mirror every day. Like looking at your ears, like it's stuck. It impacts you every single day. Like I'm it's... even looking now in the Zoom thing to make sure that they aren't in case they've slipped down while I was talking to you. Yeah, and like I mean, I'm looking at you right now. I can't see any difference in it. But it, it I mean, no one's ears are per- perfectly level anyway. Let's be honest. But it does stick at you. And to have someone say to you, "This says you're mental." 
Oh my goodness. I just can't like that is just horrific. But these things happen and everyone has their own stories on it. And then this is the thing we repeat it and we don't even realize we're repeating it. Yeah. Mm. And it's, that's the problem. But a lot of the time it can seem like it's banter and like you can have banter. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I've traumatizing someone. Yeah, I mean, that's not that's not good bands. Like that is bad. And um, no, yeah. but it's this part of thing, it's being a little just a little bit aware of how it impacts people. And I think for a lot of men that are in relationships with women, if they're with a woman who is suffering a body image, they don't really know what to do or what to say or how to handle it. And it's really tough because um, usually we'll go to our partners and we'll say, you know, I'm really not happy with this or there's something I'm not feeling comfortable with. And partners don't know how to react. They don't know what to say. I don't know if you both have experience with this where you're like, I just don't know what to say right now, apart from you're beautiful, but doesn't seem to Mm. matter. Definitely. I've been on, um, there's been times where I've been with ex-partners or whatever, and we've ended up having big arguments in the middle of the shopping centres because 
it's not necessarily, I say like with partners, I, this is one partner. I didn't, this one, just a recurring thing where I just, uh, but, but um, yeah, because not necessarily anything I'd done. It's that she was feeling so rubbish every time she went and tried on clothes um, that it, and not mentioning it. And then all of a sudden kicking off at me about something that might be, I don't know, our chips were cold or anything else like that until eventually when it, finally blew up into huge arguments you know then there's floods of tears and saying you know how rubbish I feel looking in the mirror and you know feeling like a potato I think the mirrors in in shops and things like that I've noticed especially in certain shops they're angled weirdly and they're good they've got tint on them and I've got everything else to try and make you look good or feel good and everything else like this and it's all like you say just angled towards being this perfect view of yourself and Mm. rubbish really and being a dad of a a daughter I've really had to start looking into it and looking at how because obviously I know how it works for us lads you know we we get shamed like we've just talked about in our own way but for women I think it's a really interesting thing that as soon as women seem to hit puberty everything changes Mm. again because all of a sudden there's you know horrible blokes commenting on their body constantly and judging them solely on what they look like rather than what's in their brain or what you know what they what what other things that they might hold it's all about the body from that point onwards isn't it and I think it's um yeah some of that I've tried to prepare myself early on with with my daughter and try and you know make sure that it's not just about that but like you say it's hard to comment it's hard to especially as a man sometimes you don't even if you you can't say the right thing because you're a bloke and you don't understand so yeah. yeah and honestly sometimes if someone's just feeling awful about their appearance and like are all of our reactions are always um no 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 you're beautiful like you're fine you're not this you're not that and that means nothing when you're not feeling good about yourself like it yeah. literally it means nothing and it sounds like you're almost being made fun of in a way um, and the best thing to do in those situations are like, you know what, let's just take a break and, you know, tell me how you're feeling. Just talk to me about it and mm. shut up and say nothing and just really listen. And that's all the person needs in that moment, because mm. it's awful when you are in that headspace of I feel so bad about myself right now that I'm in such a bad mood and I'm getting grumpy with my partner and I just Ah, like everything's wrong yeah. and again no one really wants their kids to go through that um and even in my own experience I, I remember when I was nine I started feeling bad about my body and at the age of 10 I wanted to start losing weight like that is very young very young um, and it's starting younger and younger now that yeah. people are like ah I don't feel good as kids and a lot of it does come down to what's happening at home like if um if parents are doing lots of dieting or making lots of comments or doing these things, it becomes part of the culture at home rather than a culture outside of the home. And mm. it's, it's complex. It's a complex subject. Um, but there are answers, thankfully, on how to handle these things and how to help kids. And mm. it's really about boosting everyone's confidence and like I said it's as simple as speaking well about yourself and speaking well about others at home if everyone listening to this just did those two things life would be very different at home I can promise that do you know what is there a no oh, sorry mate carry on mate I was and I was just gonna say oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just gonna say um that there's obviously 
there's a lot of influence on on young kids nowadays that we didn't necessarily have on us. Um, I'm, I'm specifically talking about things like Instagram, and um, we've just joined TikTok, and we're saying it's absolutely unbelievable the filters that are already preset on there for your teeth to be incredibly white, your face to be contoured, your everything else, and just the actual realistic of life is is gone it is completely gone oh totally gone yeah if you're stuck with your head in that phone then it's which a lot of teenagers are nowadays and they're not especially during lockdown you know you're not really seeing real people unless you go to the supermarket you're just seeing that um but that is there and that's not going away so i think what you're saying about making it start at home i think that's surely you know the best way to prepare isn't it um is is to do that because you're not going to stop them going on there. You can't take away phones and everything else in the real world um, because eventually they'll find a way to be on a phone or be on it. So to prepare young people to understand that it's not real and to understand, you know, to garner a, a positive body image, I think it's a great thing you're doing and I think it's a great message, mm. to be honest. <laughs> Thank what, you. What, what I was going to say is, um, before Matt rudely interrupted, um, <laughs> what I was going to say is, on the flip side of it, you know, like you've got, you know, things you don't like about, like my ears or whatever, you know, that haunt me. Is there ever like a practice or an exercise to do, like, because me and my wife, we've done it around, you know, said things that, not just what I like about her, but things, I'd say things I like about myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, like I say to my wife, I say, like, obviously the things I like about her, I'd say, because she's very self-confident, um, she, she, she's got no self-confidence, really. Uh, and that's because I, you know, I'm traumatically, uh, mentally abuse her, I don't I think. But no, I don't really. I said to her, um, these are the things I like about you. Like, I like everything about you. What are the things that you actually like about yourself? Because she says she doesn't like this, she doesn't like her hair, she doesn't like that. And... Um, you know, she had to have a real thought, think about it, and she, she only came up with two things that she likes. And I was thinking, that's so bad that, you know, I'm giving all these compliments and things I like about her, and there's only two things that she generally had to think about that she likes about herself. And, you know, I think, if you know, I try and shower her with compliments, not over the top, but like I think we need to step back a little bit and say things we actually like about ourselves so that you're giving yourself like a bit of a confidence boost before, you know, slagging yourself off, really. Like, Matt, the thing, yeah. what was it you telling me the other day, the things you like about yourself? You you really like your bum, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> like how, he's like nodding smooth. around with a good bum, yeah. How, <laughs> Matt, Matt's, Matt's very, like, he's, he's got the smoothest ass in the south of England. It's ridiculous. No, I mean, obviously Ben's completely made that up, but it's, uh, no, it does take practice. <laughs> it does take practice because somebody once told me this. It said, you know, instead of just constantly giving out compliments, try complimenting yourself and see how difficult it is. And it's, it's bloody yeah, hard. Go on then, go on then. Give, go, go and compliment yourself. Give yourself a compliment, a genuine compliment now so that everyone can hear and yeah. we'll go around. We'll let, I'll do one and uh, Cleaner do one. Yeah. All right. Well, I, I think um, I, I can be thoughtful and I look out for my mates. You know, if, if it's there, I, I, think I try and put other people first before myself. And that's something that I, I take pride in doing. So, yeah, that's, I think that's a positive. What about you, Cleaner? What would you say, general positive, that you, you like about yourself? Something I like about myself? Oh, 
Would you want a appearance based or what about myself? Yeah, let's do do an appearance base. Appearance based. I think I have a dazzling smile that makes other people smile. You do have a lovely smile. <laughs> Well, uh, mine's my penis. Um, I um, I do thoroughly enjoy. I think he's a great little fella, um, and I don't mind when Matt Matt will, will uh, vouch for this when we go out. Sometimes he makes an appearance out and about as well. So, um, but no, apart from that, being serious, um, I don't know. I quite like. Um, for a man, I think I've got quite not say for a man. I think I've got quite nice feet. Like they're not all broken, and you know I quite like my feet, and that's about as good as it gets with me. But. Um, yeah, so That's yeah, Matt's got That's really lovely. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Thanks, you know, man. like we were after doing that, and it was like, I well, I think it's easy enough to do, but like it's to get into the habit of doing that. So, like mm. when you look in the mirror, a lot of us will go straight to saying something negative. We'll be like, "I look so tired. I look so fat. I look whatever." And instead of doing that, and it's good to catch ourselves doing it and then go, mm. hold on a second and say something positive. So for example, let's say you say to yourself, I'm looking really fat today. My stomach's really big. If you say that, then go with something positive afterwards. So for example, um, yeah, but you know what? My tummy is cuddly and it keeps me warm. And Look, it's great. I like it as it is. So start saying positives to yourself directly after the negative, you know, mm. and start doing it all the time. Every time you see yourself, say something positive. And this is um, a trick I do with people. And it's the number one thing I tell everyone to do. And it's called mirror magic. Basically, what you do is when you look in the mirror, smile at yourself. And I mean, anytime you see yourself, like your reflection on the street, in the shop, um, if you turn on your phone for the camera and it's facing the wrong way and you look like a thumb, <laughs> even then, you know, take it, take a second to smile at yourself. What happens is when we smile, even if it's a fake smile, it releases serotonin. So we feel good. So it'll make you feel good, right? Even if it's fake. And over time, you'll start associating seeing yourself with feeling good. So even if you forget to smile, you'll feel good when you see yourself. And that's just tricking your brain. I know it's a bit cheeky mm-hmm. to trick, trick yourself like that, but it works. And you'll start feeling good when you see yourself. And that, like, if you start the day with seeing yourself and feeling good, that's going to totally transform how you feel throughout the rest of the day. Oh, it's an absolute great bit of advice because, you know what, I'm going to add it to what I've, one little bit of advice that I got told and it's really changed my, honestly changed my life. I know it sounds like it has, is I used to, constantly i didn't realize how much but i constantly used to give myself abuse in my head like all the mm-hmm. continuously throughout the day and then somebody said you know it, every time you catch yourself doing that imagine you're saying it not to you but to your daughter or to your four-year-old self um and would you speak to your four-year-old self like that or your daughter like that or you know a, a small child like that um and you realize wow it would be absolutely horrendous if you spoke like that so now what i'm going to do is <laughs> I'm going to do that, but also add the positive thing that you said about, and I'm going to smile as well. And I reckon I'm going to be golden for the rest of of my life. (laughs) Yeah, but like even when you're doing it, you can have a laugh at it. Like if you look in the mirror and you you think, God, I'm such a prick, you can respond, I'm a lovely prick. (laughs) Whatever. Like do something that makes you laugh. You know, it doesn't have to be all serious. Or when you're smiling in the mirror, like give yourself a wink, blow a kiss, give yourself the guns, whatever. 
it can be fun. It doesn't have to be serious um, because it's it's just us. It's ourselves. We don't have to be serious or critical of ourselves all the time. We can have a bit of fun with ourselves and just mm. smile and be friendly and self True. You would never treat someone as badly as you treat yourself. No, no, no. I like to go to extremes, though, Cleaner, and that's this is the problem. Um, a little bit of self confidence like that with me next year, we might be talking, and I might be the the British Donald Trump. You know, I'm I'm a bit worried that I might take it too far, and I'm like, you're incredible. Like every single time. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, there's a difference between being comfortable with yourself and just having a huge ego <laughs> and being totally full of yourself. Like, there's a difference. And the thing is, the more comfortable you get with yourself, the less likely you are to be like that. Because right. usually people who behave that way don't really love themselves. They aren't really comfortable with themselves. And Trump's a good example. I mean, he's attacking everyone. If he really loved himself, would he be doing that? No, he wouldn't. And he probably wouldn't he- have a tan the same way as he's got. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sometimes it's literally written on people's faces, isn't it? When there are, there are low confidence because... They usually take the plastic surgery or they take the self-tan and they take everything to the extreme because they're just not happy with their, their bodies or themselves. And, yeah, I guess oh, yeah. perfect example. Well, yeah. speak, speaking of the fake tan, Matt, do you remember the time, I think it was at uni, where my mum, right, another thing, my, I think my parents were trying to change me, how my parents actually looking back at it. But I bought this um, moisturiser that which had, like, a self-tanning thing in it, but it wasn't, like, fake tan. <laughs> And do you remember when we went out that night, Matt, and I was, like, pretty much orange? You were Ross from Friends, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone everyone knew me as, like, the real pale bloke at uni. Um, and then they just I went out one night, and, and I got so much, like, I gave myself so much stick that evening about, why did I do that? Like, I didn't even know it was actually going to happen to me. It just went on my skin. I gave myself such a bollocking. I was, like, look in the mirror, like, look at you. You look like the fucking leader of the Umpa Lumpers, you... you Bellend, I should have just gone. But you're a nice Bellend. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah. But I just I remember like I actually like did it, and I thought, yeah, look all right. But you know the ramifications of that. I hated myself for a couple of days. I wanted to lock myself away for a bit. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's it's when we're feeling bad, we can be so mean to ourselves and it's mm. totally unnecessary because like everyone else probably forgot about it quickly afterwards. They're like, oh, should I, that's a bit of a laugh. It just went yeah. wrong, whatever, who cares? But it does, it, it can show on the outside when we're not feeling well about ourselves, like the way we hold ourselves, if we hide ourselves away. I mean, even how we speak about others, again, if we're really highly critical of other people's appearances, it's usually because we're not feeling very good about our own. I was just yeah. going to say that, actually. You, you, you're actually helping people to be nicer people because not, not if, if people aren't being horrible to themselves, they're being horrible to other people to make themselves feel better, aren't they? It's, it's a, oh, yeah. a, lot, a lot of the time. And so I think, yeah, with, with this... Um, with this drive to, 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 you know, make you happy with yourself and uh, happy with your own body image. I think it's really helping other people as well, isn't it? It's, mm. <laughs> yeah, you're helping everyone because you're, you're being kind to yourself and having a better relationship with yourself. But like you're going to help your partner, your kids, your friends, everyone. Because the better your relationship is with yourself, the better it is with everyone. Your career too, everything. Because you'll be feeling so much better about yourself. And again, when people are kind to others 
they're not going to be as critical. No. They don't have space for it. Um, um, I'd love for you to use this opportunity to just tell everyone where they can find you a little bit more about you know what you do and, and tell tell us what's tell us what's coming soon or what's next in the pipeline for you. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, you can find me on cleanaburn.com or clean the coach on Instagram. And the program I run is called Body Positive Parenting. So in five weeks, I take you from feeling poo about yourself to actually feeling really good about yourself and having tips and tricks and all the knowledge you need on how to do the same for your kids and boost them. And you can find out all about that on my website. And like I said, I work with mums mostly, but I also work with dads um, who struggle with their body image and I help them to like it so they can like themselves. And that's really what I'm focusing on at the moment. I'm always working on lots of little projects. Um, At Mm -hmm. the moment, I have one on Instagram where I'm sharing photographs of inspiring people to, you know, fall in love with themselves and treat themselves. That's what I'm doing at the moment. I have lots of projects, but the main thing is the program I'm doing, which again is called Body Positive Parenting. Well, thank you so much, Kleena. And that is incredible. Um, Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you you very much. Thank you very much for coming on, Kleena. And yeah, everyone, go check out Kleena on her on her website, on her Instagram. We'll uh, we'll post up some uh, posts of where to find you on our Instagram and our uh, social media. Um, Yeah, it's true. You do have a lovely smile, and um, (laughs) hopefully, we'll uh, we'll do some more work with you in the future. I'd love that. I'd absolutely love that. Take care. Have a good evening. Yeah. Bye bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.